I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Matthew Barris here. And the summer of Spawn continues for Tuesday, uh, sorry, Monday, July 3rd, 2023. Yep, the day before the uh, 4th of July here. And before the 4th of July begins, we are going to look at episode 4 of season 1 of Todd McFarlane's Spawn, which is Dominoes. Yep, we're going to be looking at Dominoes, so hopefully you all are getting set up right now on Max or on DVD and Blu-rays. And in this episode, Mob Boss Tony Twist sends an underling to Rome to apologize for Overkill's death, which doesn't go over too well. A gorgeous hell spawn hunter named Angela comes into play, and Wanda tries to find out who is protecting a killer. Yep, the plot thickens. And, and of course, uh, this is where things really start to get uh, interesting here. And so, and this is uh, a, another great episode we're about to get into. Also, uh, my girlfriend uh, started... Uh, Listening to the last episode uh, today, hopefully uh, she liked it, and hopefully she likes this one. And also, I will be spending time with my girlfriend tomorrow. Yep, her and uh, my old friend, Prima Johnny. Gonna be spending time with both of those lovely ladies for the 4th. Gonna have some food... Watch the fireworks. Well, I mean, it's supposed to rain tomorrow, so the fireworks might get canceled. But either way, it's still going to be a good day. And now, hopefully you all are set up now as we are about to go into the episode. Countdown begins in 10, 9, 8, 7. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Press play, and here we go. Oh, sorry, on. There we go. There's the HBO logo there. Now, the words from Todd McFarlane. Learning that little lesson too. 
Oh, he'd like to make it all go away somehow. Pull out, hide, sleep it off. But he made his deal with the devil. And now the dominoes are already crashing down. And he's got nobody to blame but himself. And me. I'm Todd McFarland, and I created Skull. your lights folks it's time for spawn and also a new episode will be coming uh this friday as well so uh hope you all are gonna tune in for that one as well been getting a lot of uh some positive feedbacks from you guys uh, listening. Keep them coming. Thank you all so much for listening on uh, Facebook and what have you. And now, here it is. Dominoes. And we hear Caligastro's uh, um, narration here as we see Spawn here at the break of dawn. Right here on the cross as Caligastro talks about the ongoing battle between heaven and hell. And talking about the domino principle. Yep. And I personally do believe in cause and effect. Yep. And then... We are here on the streets of New York, and then we go to a junkyard here, where we're about to have a meeting between Tony Twist and... One of his underlings is about to send him to Rome to apologize about uh, Overkill. And a little story here on uh, Tony Twist. The character was named after the hockey player Anthony Rory Twist, who was a NHL hockey player who played for the St. Louis Blues and the Quebec uh, Nordiques uh, between 1989 and 1999. And... He uh, actually sued Todd McFarlane, you know, because of 
you know, because, um, you know, you know, when the Spawn, um, TV series, uh, came out, because, um, you know, he said, you know, he didn't like the way that, uh, you know, the character looked, you know, he said that, you know, and this is his quote, I'm in pink thong underwear, smoking a cigar, ordering the kidnapping of a child, while two women are naked on the couch, making love to each other. I obviously did not want any part of that. Even if I was a good guy, I wouldn't have participated. And you've got kids kid being kidnapped, you've got nudity, you've got police raping women. It's nothing I want to be affiliated with. And I'll talk a little more about the results of that later as we are now introduced to Denise Poirier's character, Angela. And Angela, um, of course, is the uh, Hellspawn. Uh, she was created by uh, Todd McFarlane here. Actually, she was created by, uh, well, both by Todd McFarlane and uh, Neil Gaiman. Uh, she first appeared in Spawn issue number nine in March 1993. And uh, she is an uh, angel and a bounty hunter working under the auspicious of heaven to oppose Spawn. And uh, she has, of course, appeared in Marvel Comics as we see the one dude here um, wanting to attempting to rape her. You know, grabbing his genitals. Yep. And of course, uh, he's going to be in for a very, very rude awakening here. Oh, showing. Oh, loving up her skirt there. Uh-oh. Pulling out the knives. Oh. Oh, kick to the face. Oh, another one. Oh, stepping on his nuts. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Crossing the legs on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, she throws one dude right into the window. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Never judge a book by its cover. And... There we see her here uh, going up into the office of... Yeah, she's going up into the uh, yeah to the office to get permission to take down the new Hellspawn, and of course she will be. Um, yeah, she is going to be turned down here, and Denise uh, Poirier here. I'm about to. Uh, Here, we're about to get into her uh, filmography here. And, uh, Denise Poirier, um, she, of course, was the voice of Eon Flux on the MTV animated series Eon Flux. And she was also the voice of, uh, Sonya slash Queen B in Golgo 13 Queen B. Um, she was also 
the voice of The Hole in Deep Dark. And on television, she played Arlene uh, in an episode of Seinfeld. And then also played the role of Maggie in an episode of Police Story on Frasier. Uh, she was also played a slow-speaking secretary on an episode of Murphy Brown in 1996. And one of her last roles was uh, Cassandra in Reign the Conqueror. Uh, she had a four-episode uh, part on that one. And uh, since then, she hasn't really done much. Except for a short film she did in 2011. As we see Wanda here meeting with her... Um, yeah, meeting here with her contact, Max. And, of course, she now figures out that there's a government conspiracy here. Protecting a child killer. Yep. And this all leads to Little Bastard Billy. Yep. Finds out that Kyle Watson was indeed set up to take the fall. Yep. And so everything is starting to fall into place a little bit. And we see this one guy here in the shadows taking pictures. So, yep. The CIA is on to Wanda. Yep. And we see people there playing in the park there. And the guy continues to... Take pictures, and then out of nowhere, here's the chain, and there's Spawn. Because <laughs> why are you following her? Yep. Tries to take out the gun. Nope. Shoots. Nope. Then it gets taken down. Yep, his hand gets blown off. And of course, Bond goes to interrogate him. Doesn't say a word. Takes off his mask. Then the guy takes the gun. And boom! Kills himself. There we see what looks like to be more government agents there. And Spawn disappears up into the trees. And of course, uh, we here in the, in the CIA office here as Jason Wynn talks with uh, Terry Fitzgerald. And this is where... Um, as we see here, they're looking at the old uh, security footage of when Spawn 
broke into the compound in the last episode. Uh, this is really where, um, um, the CIA really start to, um, this really starts the ball rolling on Terry Fitzgerald being, um, followed by, uh, the CIA, you know, because in the beginning of the comics, you know, Terry starts to, um, you know, he, he more so starts to, um, try to investigate, you know, what happened to Al, and then, um, when, and the CIA start to get on, start to get on to him, and they try framing him, and just try to, um, you know, just making him paranoid and stuff, and, uh, this is the, this is the episode where it really start, really starts with him, you know, and then later on into the future episodes in the next two seasons, you know, we see it start to unfold, and we see, as we see right here, and then we, of course, we see um, Chapel hiding in the shadows with full makeup. Yep, there we see him right there. And Terry, he has no idea, you know, what's going on and what have you. You know, they're trying to find the weapons that uh, Spawn, um, yeah, that Spawn took, and there we see the camera of what happened from the last episode. Ooh. And there you see Spawn for the first time. Oh, shoots the camera. And there we see the violator there. And it looks like, uh, yep, he's talking with Spawn there. Looks like he's having another nightmare. Yep. Yep, he's still haunting him, unfortunately. And then here we are at the uh, police headquarters here, where we see uh, Twitch and Burke. Uh, Twitch listening in, into recordings as uh, Burke here is going over some notes and drinking some uh Coffee, eating donuts, and smoking some cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, uh, they soon will discover uh, some stuff as well. That Some involvement from the CIA as well. Yep, and we see the death... See the pictures here of the death of the, some of the reporters here from um, from the first episode. Yeah. And there we see. Uh, I mean, God, he must have be smoking like what five, ten cigarettes a day. Damn, this guy smokes a lot. 
Look, he, yeah, he just lights up with one cigarette and after just smoking another one. And we see him turn on the TV here. And then we hear that uh, Scott McMillan announces his um, announcement to run for the presidency of the United States of America. Yep. So now he's uh, going along with Jason Wynn's plan. Hmm. And of course, they, uh, and of course, uh, Twitch shows Burke here the file. Yeah. <laughs> Burke says, well, shit on me and call me a Sunday. <laughs> That's a good one. Twitch to go find out. <laughs> go order him a hoagie. Look at he puts he even puts the cigarettes in the coffee and drinks it. Oh god, this guy's so disgusting. Uh, uh nasty habit. And then we go to the home of Tony Twist, and he is a, him and his babes are awakened by Chapel. And these girls get shot. So, as far as the results of uh, what happened into the um, to the lawsuit of uh, of uh, Todd McFarlane and uh, Tony Twist, um, yeah, the original Tony Twist. Um, yeah, the lawsuit was uh, filed was filed and. Uh, he was initially awarded $24 million um, by the judge in 2000. And, and then, of course, um, and then, of course, uh, they settled um, they settled the lawsuit out of court for like $5 million in 2007. And and of course, uh, Twisty said that he didn't despise Tony in any way, shape, or form. He just didn't like the way that uh, he thought that he could do anything that he wanted because of the First Amendment. As we see uh, one of Tony's underlings there with a head in his box. Uh, not good for Tony. And then we see Wanda here talking on the phone as Max comes in. And Max has some uh, has some more bad news here for Wanda. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Wanda's 
character. Um, yeah, one his character, of course, is uh, played by Dominique uh, Jennings. Uh, she is best known for playing Virginia Harrison on the soap opera uh, Sunset Beach. Uh, she also played a therapist on an on the episode A Decent Proposal and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, she was also in an episode of The Wayans Brothers as Inya. Uh, and she was also a WZDC newscaster in the movie uh, Die Hard Part 2. And in the movie uh, Bad Influence, which was her first acting hit, she played Woman at Tar Pit. So uh, you can catch her in there. And also she's uh, half Swedish. Um, and her uh, father was, uh, was African American. And her mother was, interestingly enough, was killed in January 1969 in a plane crash. And we see uh, Al here still tormented by dreams of Wanda and uh, her best, his best friend here married together and of course of chapel as well yep and the dreams just keep getting worse and worse and worse here for for spawn up and it's Garib right there yep his old buddy <laughs> and also uh, continue on with uh, with Dominique Jennings um, she would also uh, do voice work on the Zeta Project, which was on the WB, uh, and also do uh, video games as well, such as 50 Cent's uh, Bulletproof in 2005, uh, Tom Clancy's End War in 2008 as well. And she also did voice work in the animated film The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild in uh, 2002, where she played uh, Ellie. Yeah, yeah, she did five episodes of uh, the Zeta Project from 2001-2023. And you can also catch her as Karen in in the episode Why Don't We Just Roll Reverse in 1995 on the Jamie Foxx show. Yep, and you can catch her in, uh, yeah, in that episode there. And she's also... Married to uh, Lonnie uh, Brandon as well. And here we see Caligastro here trying to infuse more wisdom onto Spawn, and Spawn tells him to back to beat it. And we hear more Caligastro's uh, narration here. And Spawn gets an Uzi here. And then 
starts to lock and load. Yep. Locking and loading. Knowing the only thing he knows how to do. Nine zero one seven. And that's the uh, end of that episode there. Uh, pretty good episode. Uh, my favorite part was when um, they broke into uh, Tony's <laughs> house and then they uh, they killed the two um, prostitutes. You know, of course, Jason, you know, being the CIA guy, you know, he's like, uh, he can't have anybody know that he was there. I mean, of course, those are two whores, you know, so it's like, you know, who the fuck are they going to tell? But... Yeah, it's the principal. <laughs> yeah, I just love the part where he was, where he goes, where Tony goes, "You don't just bust in here and fuck with me." And don't, and uh, Jason just goes, "Shut up, Tony." <laughs> yeah, you know he's he just gets all. I just love how like, um, you know, Tony just gets all riled up and yells and stuff, and Jason still in a calm manner just like talks all softly and. And stuff. And that's the end of that episode there. And as I mentioned before, going into the next episode on Thursday, which is Souls in the Balance. Yep, Souls in the Balance, where we. Where in this one, yep, in this episode, we encounter a priest who goes on a rampage, and we see more devilish behavior from little bastard Billy. So yeah, make sure that you all tune in for that as the summer of Spawn continues. Till then, peace out.